at this very juncture, Kwame, like it's either you want me to sound natural or you want me to sound upbeat. Happy New Year, Frost Noise, yeah, etc., etc., etc. We're actually almost through the first quarter, which means that not only is it a brand new year, both Ghana and I are actually a year older. And it's been officially three years since I moved to Ghana. They told me it would take about three years for me to find my footing, and I'm very pleased to say that, um, yeah, guys, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Earlier this year, I was about 3.67 seconds away from booking a flight back to Germany, but then I thought to myself, hmm, there's only so many times I can tell myself the system is working before I get frustrated with the way the system is inherently racist. So... Well, as some of you know, I moved to Ghana as a form of escape after a very messy breakup, losing my place in school and just generally being super depressed. I didn't have those rose-tinted glasses many diasporans see Ghana through, which helps me navigate the challenges a little bit better, but boy, them challenges be challenging, guys. But then there's also some great joys too. So here's to another season of discussing both sides of the coin on your favorite podcast, The Bogger Podcast. Of course, Ghana's most producer, Kwame Asante, is back with us as well. And I've got my girlies, M Bogger and Bogger Full Moon, with me too this season. This is a podcast managed by the amazing guys at the Gold Coast Reports and me. Well, I'm your favorite girl, O'Connor, aka Bogab. Let's get right into it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are now inviting all passengers who are traveling with fresh pies or have shacked small to come forward for pre boarding. Since this is the premiere episode, I felt like let's do something different, you know, like let's switch it up a little bit. And if you guys remember in um, the last season of GCR podcast, your girl O'Connery, which is me, (laughs) I was actually on a um, TOR episode. TOR is the other room. It's one of um, our sister podcasts, actually the sister podcast, because it's all girls. We're all girls as well. So um i like to think of ourselves as like affiliate podcasts so today i've decided to bring my girl abby from the other room over to join me abby say hi hi guys (laughs) why why are you acting like you're shy i don't understand i don't i don't understand why are you acting like you're shy? Why am I what? Why are you acting? I'm always shy. Hey, please, please. But you know this. Please, 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 Michi. I hate I hate what I don't like. Do you understand? Okay. I hate what I don't like. Anyways, before anything, crack, 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 crack. You already know what we do here because I'm assuming you listen to my podcast. And if you don't, our friendship is over. Just know this. Yeah. Because me, I listen. Oh, of course I listen. Ah. Uh-huh. Better. 
better. But yeah, so since you listen, you know that um, all of our guests have to choose a burger name. So you like I this. About it. Have you? That's amazing. What, yes. what do you want your burger name Long to be? Long and hard. I say long and hard. No, be small. Bogadeng. Zibay. Bogadeng. No, be small. When everybody is coming, story. when everybody is coming and saying, "Oh, yeah, baby, boga MB, uh, boga fu," oh dear, dear, just say bougie, bougie, your bunny, your bougie. No, on your bougie, on your tadi, on your tadi. What's the crowd in here? What's the mukafanzo? What's the mukafanzo? What's the mukafanzo? What's the mukafanzo? Okay, it's what I cried in um, maybe see a four from a busy bay. No, I'm a nickname, all right. And oh, yeah, one car a busy bay now. You're from the bay, no, be small, but that's bougie anyway. You fancy people and cast are you bougie? Fancy people, fancy people are shanty people, uh, shanty people's bougie cousin. Ashanti people are ras. Oh, wow. We are ras as fuck. Let me just say it. If you are Ashanti and you're listening, come and beat me. Me myself, I'm half Ashanti, but me I claim my kwewu because Ashanti people are ras. So yeah, but not to deviate too much. As I mentioned uh-huh. in the intro, your girl has been living in Ghana for three years now, um, and it's been it's been interesting. It's been interesting. And I know that, you know, me and you have had conversations about, you know, how I'm doing since I've been back here and all that kind of stuff. So I thought with this episode, it would be a good idea to sort of like discuss um, things that I've enjoyed so far since living here. Um, Some of the negatives. And then we'll discuss, you know, maybe some things that would maybe discuss some things that might make you consider moving back or some things that you look at and you're like, yeah, fuck that. I'm never moving to Ghana. <laughs> okay. So I'll start. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite things about living in Ghana is the fact that I wake up to sunshine. I've actually, um, as I mentioned earlier on in the episode, I recently turned 30 and you know, on my birthday trip, I got some amazing dick. So um, that was life changing. <laughs> and so with that, of course, comes the rearranging of the bedroom. Because I feel like when once you've had a big birthday and you get life changing mm-hmm. dick on your birthday, the next step <laughs> is to dye your hair and rearrange your house. That's just that's just how it goes. Amen. You know, that's just how it goes. <laughs> and I ticked everything and I was left for rearranging my room. So. Um, I removed all like my blackout curtains because I had them after um, my house got robbed and I was really paranoid. But now that I've removed them and my room is like super bright and sunny again, I feel like a new person. Like there's something about sun that is just that is just amazing. Okay. Um, So the second thing is um, I love the connections and the friendships that I've made here in Accra. Um, you know, like you, you, you come to Ghana um, at every opportunity that you get. And I guess you probably mm-hmm. experience it as well. Like when you're here, just, you know, being out with people, the vibe, the atmosphere. I feel like everybody's just a little bit friendlier. Um, it might be the accent that is attracting them. But <laughs> I, I like to hope that Ghanaians are just generally a little bit more friendlier out here. Like I don't feel... Living in London, I always felt like there was a lot of like pressure to kind of like fit a certain image. Like 
you know, you have to be a certain way. You have to dress a certain way. You know, when Brazilian hair came out, like if you don't have Brazilian hair, if you don't have mm-hmm. 24 inch, you're not on your guy. You get you on your guy. Yeah. Like if you don't, then there was a time where those camel camel jackets, you know, the ones that, that those tan <laughs> tan jackets, you know, you're not a human being. You get, and I feel like I don't really experience that yeah. much over here. Um, number three, is um, I love having more economic freedom, which is weird mm. because um, I basically haven't worked a nine to five for uh, over a year now. I don't I don't know if you can really count my last job as a nine to five. If you don't count it, then I mm-hmm. probably haven't worked a nine to five in about two years. Um, and so, even though my salary is a little bit weird. Um, just living in my mother's house rent-free has really made all the difference I needed, to be honest. Um, of course, there's like big, big purchases that I might not be able to do yet. Like I haven't been able to buy myself a car and all those kind of things. But when it comes to like everyday things, because I live such a simple life, I'm able to pretty much cater for myself um, and get myself whatever I need on the little money that I have. So those are the three things that I like about Ghana, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the things that I do not like, the things that <laughs> grind my gears, just say, Ghana, my is number one. I hate mosquitoes. Oh my God, mosquitoes and ants. Literally, just oh. now, just now, I was sitting there minding my business. I feel something, you know, tickling on my shoulder and those things. Miss Mimi to home, who am I? Into me, you know. And you can't cry. And from my cramp, cry for my switch, and then I say, Master. Into, you know, every little thing, I feel it. And so, like, I turn my head and I look at my shoulder, and I tell you that there was the fattest mosquito sitting on my shoulder. No, be small slap that I used to slap my shoulder. And did I kill it? No, I did not fucking kill it because them shits are agile as fuck. Okay, so that's number one thing I hate. Then, I also hate how expensive health foods are over here. Um, you know, your girl is old. I'm 30 years old, okay? Once, once you, you get over a certain threshold, you might not be able to relate because you, you're a baby girl. But once you get over a certain threshold, <laughs> your knees start spinning. Your pancreas <laughs> starts throbbing. Your ear starts degrading. Then it's your here. Then it's your there. So you know you have to, <laughs> sister. Enya grow. Oni enya grow. So like, no, but my phones have been creaking on the low key. Hey, like, hey, I'm sister, not don't bring that. A baby girl. Don't bring that. Go and find Megan the stallion knees because you can't be. If some of us are old, you young people have to carry the baton. Don't do this. You know, wow. but yeah, like, so when these things happen, you realize, okay, later on in your life, you have to sort of like change up your diet a little bit, eat a little bit healthier. And tell me why soy milk is 25 CDs. Soy milk, common, common wow. soy milk that I was buying 89p at Tesco is 20, <laughs> 25 CDs. A, a, a dumb is madness. <laughs> and then number three. I hate that Ghana isn't safe for a lot of the people that I love. Okay. Um, off late, not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, 
we obviously had the issue of you know the Ghana you know government officials ministers um, lecturers all these important important people that are supposed to have sense coming online coming on air talking about how um, queer people do not deserve rights how queer people do not de- uh, do not deserve a safe space that why do they have their own office um, essentially inciting violence against queer people and it really does break my heart because Ghana has this rap about being peaceful people and being inviting and being tolerant but then we go against like our own people because it's not as if like queer people haven't been in our communities since you know quantity like they've they've been here um they've lived amongst us um just because somebody doesn't come up to you and says oh i'm gay doesn't mean that they haven't been in our communities all this time so i i really don't understand how Ghanaians have this sort of like dissonance where they go to church and are taught to love everybody and also scream at everybody to love everybody but then suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, we love everybody unless you're gay. We love everybody unless you have tattoos and piercings. Uh, we love everybody unless, you know, you're a foreigner, that type of thing. A foreigner who isn't white. Because that's for white people, dear. We love those. you get? So, um, yeah, those are the three things that I love and the three things that I hate. So, um, Abby... Hey, Udin also bogadin your friend is here. Anyways, it is your turn. I want you to tell me from what I've told you about the things that I enjoy about Ghana and the things that I hate about Ghana and obviously also with your own experience because you actually grew up here. You know, you grew up in Ghana yeah, and then moved later on um, and you've been back a couple of times since you moved. So I just want you to tell me, first of all, perhaps the things that you think would make you want to move back to Ghana. Yeah, I think I might echo you a bit Mm. um, on some points. But like, honestly, number one for me as community, Mm. um, it's just so nice being part of something. Like knowing Mm. you legit belong here, Mm. (laughs) you know. Um, It was just so obvious to me being like an other as soon as I came. Mm. And it was a weird time for me because it was like 18. Everyone else has formed their circles already like real, you are kind of like the odd one there yeah. yeah and it was just so awkward for me especially with like the language and mm. all of that it just made the society difficult for me to integrate mm. into um even within the Ghanaian circles as well but then mm. every time i come back to ghana like even since i left like mm. it's always people are so welcoming right and it's just so nice and it's like oh so good to be accepted (laughs) yeah yeah um number two would be the weather because like we recently just started spring and winter was horrible i hate winter every year when when i first came people used to say oh you get used to it no bitch don't nobody get used to it i was born in germany (laughs) it doesn't get no fucking more wintry than it does in germany okay and i still am not used to that shit i will never be used to that shit never ever ever yeah it's horrible and number three for me, which is very, 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 very important, mm. is food. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Even when you try to cook yourself here and like 
you get really good uh, caterers mm. and stuff like that. It's just something. Maybe it's the ingredients or something. Mm. And oh yes, yeah, definitely the ingredients. Because even Chalevin fruits, you might mm. think the fruits is ripe, and then you bite into it, it's like yeah, mm. it's hard. <laughs> it's either hard or it's yeah. like kind of sour because it hasn't the sweetness sour, hasn't devolu- so properly, developed exactly. Mm. Yeah. It's just stress. Like when you're eating, sometimes you're just eating because you need to sustain your body. Yeah. But like the enjoyment is in there. Yeah. When you're in Ghana and then food touches your lips, Charlie, 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 Charlie. <laughs> just yeah. that first bite alone. I feel like every time I calm down, people and I go out to eat with uh, people and I'm like eating, mm. they feel like I'm just dramatic. I'm like, no, you people don't. You <laughs> have no stand. idea. Like you, you do not understand. <laughs> You do not understand. The flavor Where enters the, your body. Where the mami knew when he cried. The last last Sunday, was it last Sunday or two Sundays ago? Some teaser that I had saying, Charlie, the thing go my in. Like, wow. I've been living in this country and obviously I've eaten teaser here, but that particular teaser then, it left for day. It's le- it was left for day. Me mu me so dem me me ncha hu. What I say? Now that is a bad. That is glorious. Honestly, 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 and I feel yeah. like you know, in the abroad, you can get these things, but like it's not the same. It's really, no. it's really not the same. So um, yeah, I absolutely get your points on that. So on the flip side, then, what are some of the things mm-hmm. that you know about Ghana or that you've experienced about Ghana that makes you sort of? pull back and be like mm, yeah i miss it but i don't think i want to move back <laughs> um safety net i have like zilch if i'm mm. to move back to ghana mm. um it's interesting because like you know people tend to well not maybe that this is changing but like it's it was a case where people assume that once you are outside, it kind of means you're sort of privileged mm. and maybe even your family back home mm. might be, or like if your parents were there earlier on, they've mm. like acquired property and all yeah. of that. But like, it's not a case for everyone. Right. Right. <laughs> so we all don't have the luxury of like yeah. coming in. It will be like settling down is going to be a lot. And mm. I'm just not there yet. I literally started working like three years ago. I'm mm. nowhere. Mm. <laughs> um, so it just, in that sense, it doesn't seem appealing to me because mm. a struggle. Yeah, um, <laughs> I get it. And then the second point would be, I don't even know if I should say, okay, I'm torn. Maybe I might do four. But like the second would be Ghana police. Like Oh, child. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> go on. Like, if anything should happen or whatever. There was this time I thought I was being paranoid, right? I go into the house. I was then with a flatmate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I come back home from work. It's late. And then the door is open and she's not home. So I call the police instead of going in first. I'm like, okay, I'm a bit scared. Can you guys come by and check mm-hmm. if there's anyone broken or something? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they literally came in like five, ten minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right and it just they were so nice about this as well i was like i'm sorry because there was nothing they were like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. i think your flatmates forgot to lock the door yeah um, i was like okay thanks blah blah and then i was like i'm so sorry they're like no don't worry just fine it's fine and i was like Ewo, no but legit though so or no what's in the what's in the post now if you're already barrier then you you come and call them and be like oh please my my house door is open can you check for me at him did you eh right no be small you saw that they will insult you there was 
I've had other experiences with Ghana police where, like, when I was a kid in a, in a school, mm. the headmistress was attacked with gunshots and everything. Oh, and no. then at airports residential, uh, like, your kind of association at that time. Hey. And the airport's police station is not really far off, right? Mm. The police were called. They didn't come so to, like, I hear, I hear later. We were all like, wow. <laughs> look. Wow. Like, there were kids and everything. So I'm like, yeah. And also, Ghana police, like, recently profiled me. Not recently, but the last time I was around. Mm. And I was just so pissed with my friend. I was just like, you know what? You guys, you're just, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Um, number three mm-hmm. would be. Let's see. Drivers, Ghanaian drivers, and then the roads. Oh. And then you make sure so on you because on your party on your partner so on your four by four be a bit smooth now uba dear why I'm sure Benya miscarriage. Okay. Like these roads are horrible. Listen, I'll be sitting in the back of the car and then I'll be like my heart will be beating so I'm like, oh gosh, did I send that final text message? Like what is this? Yeah, 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 Charlie. Charlie, it's, I can't. it's a hot mess. Okay, so we've got we've got um, safety nets, we've got police, we've got uh, what was the other one? Um, Ghanaian drivers, Ghanaian drivers and roads. What's your? You said there might yes. be a fourth one. Fourth one. What's the fourth one? I'll give you a bonus. Oh yes, one. that's the government literally wants me there. Like not just me, all Ghanaians there. Like I'm just <laughs> okay. Do you know what? Just, just I don't know. You've basically summarized it with your fourth points. Like that's basically what it is. Like honestly speaking, I yeah. feel like I feel like Ghanaian governments. Every government that comes in is literally just hoping that in the in the four years that they they're in power, no, all Ghanaians will will kind of simulta- simultaneously combust. Hey, yeah, below. Yeah, papa. So that day now they can take all the property in the in the, in the Ghana here. Cause oh. I don't understand how you can literally set death traps from hospitals to roads, as we've mentioned, to uh mm. what do you call it, safety in terms of like um robberies and those type of things. Everything in this Ghana here will try to kill you. So yeah, <clears throat> I I absolutely get it. All right, guys. So we've had a little chat about um you know the things that i've enjoyed since i moved back to ghana and the things that i don't enjoy um we've spoken a little bit about the things that um boga zibe yes you got to i know um loves about ghana and the things she doesn't love about ghana so we're gonna shortly we're gonna go into our third segment it is a new segment but before that there'll be a little interlude all right guys all right guys so since it's a new series okay and i like to keep things fresh i like to keep things spicy I like to add a little bit of sazon. Do you get? There is a new <laughs> segment um, in the Boga podcast. And the new segment is called Platform Sissing. If you don't know what platform is, you obviously don't have a middle-aged parents that is on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. because that's what they call their group chats platform i don't know why i don't know who taught them that i don't know whether it was in their own levels it was part of the questions i don't know meaning 
but that's what they decide to call it so platforms is saying is basically just going to be a new segment at the end of each episode where we discuss essentially things that we see on um social media um you know tiktok obviously also in like the whatsapp um group chats as well and all that type of thing um Platforms is saying we'll actually also be discussing um, little questions or scenarios that listeners send in. So if you're listening to this and you have a bogger story or something that happened to somebody, um, something that happened to your uncle that got stuck in America for 13 years and couldn't come back, <laughs> your auntie that got, uh, that got caught with cocaine in her vagina, whatever it might be. DM us and tell us about it so that we can come and discuss it. You already know the handles is at the Bogapod on Twitter and on Instagram. But anyway, for this particular platform, Sissy, we had a certain gentleman DM us asking that why is it that when you are abroad, people go to the abroad and you call back to Ghana, you call your friends in Ghana, why is it that? the Ghanaians that are left behind here are always greeting them with Lafa. If you don't know what Lafa is, it's locally acquired foreign accents, okay? Apparently, Ghana locals, you're always trying to slank. The Abushi people say that the slanging is not necessary, but you are still doing it. Mm? Bogazibe, please. Have you experienced it before? That's uh, when you, so like when you moved, was there ever like an occasion where you tried to like contact your old friends or whatever it may be and like suddenly they developed an accent that they didn't have before? Thankfully not. So ah. that means I made good friends. Uh, yeah, <laughs> your friends have sense. Clap for them. Who, everybody that's listening to this, that is Abby's friend, please, why are they away? You are very smart. You have sense. Umami wu ye. Because I don't, I don't get it. Personally, I'm not sure I've experienced it I myself. But I know that it's, I know that it's a thing. And I find it very weird because it's like, this is not even a situation where the person didn't know you. It's not a new person that you've met and like you're trying to impress or something like that. The person knew you before they left Ghana. They also know that you've never traveled. So the accents know what is the purpose. But like, why, why do you think that's a thing that people do? Like, do you think that there's... I try to sort of like stay away from um, saying that local Ghanaians have an inferiority complex because arbitrary people mm. are not that amazing for locals to have an inferiority. <laughs> honestly speaking, me, I've been to the... Basic ab- as fuck. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I've been to the arbitrary there. Like, most of us, yeah, yeah, clean it. Yeah, you toilets. So, like, we're not that, we're not that amazing. Um, for ga- local Ghanaians to have inferiority complex so, complexes, so why do you think that happens? Like, is it a thing where um, locals feel like they need to impress their friends abroad or, like, what is it? Yeah, probably. I think maybe there's a false assumption that, like, that is what they are used to, so they mm. have to live up to it now, which is weird. I'm like, just be yourself. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. What's the point? That's that's like I can't understand when people who come back home do that. Like mm. the returnees do that because mm. they're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are annoying. Right. I'm pads. No, I'm not pads. Yeah, I don't hey, do please, you are pads. You are pads. You are pads. They say, how long? How long have you lived in Dabuche now? 
eight years, but oh, I don't do lafa. I genuinely don't do lafa. I'm not saying that you do lafa, but you are a bugger. I don't know why you're trying to, why you're trying to move over the uh, diaspora label bad rap onto us other people. Please, please, please. Uh, well... Mm. It's like there are different plugs, ha- plugs. not all of us, you know. Plugs, not. This plugs, is where the not plugs, all hashtag comes. Plugs, 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 plugs. <laughs> oh, oh, passports. <laughs> Answer us. What color is your passport? I presently uh, don't have a passport. Uh, <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> That is what you say. Oh my God. Oh my um, God. It has been like an amazing time having you here. It's been great. You've been great oh fun. Um, I think we should do this again. What do you think? Yes, I'd love to. Yeah. One day, one day, one day. We Anytime. Should, yeah, yeah. We should get you back on because after all, you are a bugger and you do, you do live in the abroad. So it yeah. would make sense for you <laughs> to come back on our <laughs> podcast. So yeah, thank you again. And you've been great fun. Um, if you're listening to this, then you have been listening to the bugger podcast. Before we completely sign out, I just want to say thank you to Kwame Asante because whatever amazingness that you hear over here it's due to him and he's going to stick with us for this season again so you know sit tight for some awesomeness um i also want to thank gcr because without them this wouldn't really exist to be very honest with you um go follow us on our social media on twitter it's the bugger pod same thing on instagram you can follow me personally personally if you see my picture on social media and you think i'm a fine girl and you want to run me the way to do it is to slide into my Twitter DMs and my Twitter at is at O'Connore, O-K-O-R-N-O-R-E, okay? Um, that's it, guys. It's a wrap. Take care and look out for us again in two weeks. Bye. Oh no 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 yeah. Oh no 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 Shake it I don't have to complain All of you my time palava We don't drive with that time Marara palava down to go stay I'm on the people don't tire That's the sequence Cause I got that One no day now Situation go change One no day now Good up to rainbow One no day now Start to use their bread Oh yeah one day, Them in Parao, angry mob, them killing Parao. Back in Abao, Bunny D, body them do I'm like Namao. Them conking or go. Wipe them two by two in Jackpot. Four, 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 four. Lock, don't show, everybody don't cow out. Call him Mamao. Lock, don't show, everybody don't jack out. This country now, yo lo 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 lo. This country now, yo le 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 This country now, yo lo 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 lo. This country now, yo le 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 le. Badass, Jack, come on up. Anita, Anita, come on up. I see come on up. Anita, Anita, come on up. I see come on up. Anita Mikmi Gamana, I see Gamana, Anita Mikmi Gamana.
Mass is the paracos rabanudi. Every second in our brose politicians they do toss a lock by the shooters. A bobby tribe who cost the hour will be. Aye, he they weigh me sometimes. A brother turn against his brother for life. A mother turn against a daughter for why. I say I know here you, you tell me for why. Eight years ago, my man she didn't pay for me. Say who say them no say your boy then they fam. They no good chef fam. Where the scars, where the scars, they set my boys on fire. Nobody grip when champ. Them bim parao, angry mob them chili parao. Back in Nabao, bunny the body them do I'm like Namao. Them conking no go, wipe I'm two by two in Jackpot. Four four quota, lock but don't show everybody don't kawao. Call him mama, lock but don't show everybody don't Jackpot. Yeah, this country now. Yo lo 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 lo. This country now. This country now. Yo lo 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 lo. This country now. Coming through, Jabosless, Boost Lifestyle. It's STG. This has been a Gold Coast Report production.